greeting subjects. Can we trust you with a little secret? The Windsors aren't the legitimate royals. Bombshell! We know. Cue mass panic and hysteria at levels not seen since that time you covered yourself in baby lotion and danced around the town centre singing Macho Macho Man. Luckily, we at Fool's Folly have decided to restore calm by scouring the country to find the right person to take up the position on Big Liz's sparkly chair. This is All Rise 4. subjects and welcome back to another episode of All Rise 4 with Fool's Folly. I'm Darren Hill. And I'm Connor Maud. Connor, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. I'm really looking forward to this episode with our guest this week, Ricky Looney. Uh, Ricky is uh, you know, a very talented musician, uh, a, you know, potential podcast host himself, uh, and you can find out everything about Ricky and everything he's doing in the description below. I've got to ask, because you know Ricky better than I do, um, and I'm slightly scared. I, I, I don't really want to ask this question during the interview, because I think it's, it seems a bit rude, but um, is Ricky Looney his birth name, like proper name? Because it's too good. <laughs> it's too good a name. I just, it, it, I've always thought with Ricky, it sounds like, he sounds like a missing member of the Sex Pistols. <laughs> No, Ricky, just Ricky name, Looney is his is his real name. Yes, that's so good. It's good, isn't it? Such a good name. Uh, yes. Uh, so we've got Ricky Looney. We should also say that Ricky um, does most of our art and does our absolutely logo yes. and and stuff. You know, everything that sort of looks good and nice. <laughs> you know, he did that brilliant. He did. He does the brilliant. If you've if you've been listening to the Apocalypse Office Party, the previous podcast we did, he did that brilliant cover up for for that, and he's redesigned our logo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which was great recently, and it looks it look, is looking really lovely. So he does he does all that. Very 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 talented man. So we're very very grateful that he's taken the time to to come on and, and give his application this week. Yes, absolutely. And oh oh oh, Darren, what's uh what's that I hear? Oh, I wonder oh, uh, I wonder I wonder what that could be. That oh that is someone at the door. I think that's probably Ricky. We should let him into the interview room. All rise for Ricky Looney. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Rise 4 with our guest this week. As you'll have heard in the intro there, we've got Ricky Looney on. Ricky, how you going, mate? I'm not too bad, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm really good, thank you, mate. I'm really, really good. That was your proposed national anthem, as everyone will know, because we did it such great justice it was really good was the, it was really good thank you mate thank you that was the march of the urukai from uh from twilight i think wasn't it yeah from twilight uh, yeah and then, the second one that's that's from twilight the second one yeah. yeah no that was also from lord of the rings so that's your that's your proposed change to the national anthem if you were if you were to get this job yeah talk to us a little bit about why why that tune i mean it's a fucking good one i mean it's just it's just funny isn't it <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's pretty much the extent of that. It's just funny, and it's just I think it sets the tone to you know what I'll be doing to the, to the country, not for the country. Hold on, to the hold country. on. If 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 that sets the tone, <laughs> where where are we going? Where um, are we going on this train? A very confusing. Where are we going? Destination. <laughs> it's just, it's oh, the ooh. whole the whole thing is very confusing, and it's it's you know. It's the ramblings of a madman, to be honest. 
It's just good. Because okay. it's quite an intimidating song. It worked yeah. really well for that sort of, you know, the big sporting events where it'll have to be... So are you expecting sort of like the, the, the people who... To play it on instruments? Or are you sort of like... Are they all going to be mounted? Acapella. Acapella. Otherwise it's okay. just pointless, isn't it? And, they'll, and the, is, yeah. obviously for sports games, people will march out as if they are the Urukai. So they will have to be... Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, so it's not just a song. It's a whole... It's a whole culture around. It's a routine. It, yeah. It's a whole with the, with when the you say, paint as hold, well. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you say they've got a march, when you say the, like, the sports people have got a march out dressed as the Urukai, do they then have to play the match also dressed as Urukai? Um, I think that's up to them. I think that's, you know, that's as far as my, <laughs> my say goes, oh, really, you know. No. Oh, no, 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 Your Majesty. You're in charge. <laughs> you get to make these decisions. No, I think I think it's funnier if they then have to take them off because then they're oversized, right, as well, because then they're over the actual things they've got to wear as well and they're absolutely <laughs> sweltering by the time they get them off. They don't want to play anymore. So they're not allowed to get going no, and change. No, their moral, their moral is depleted. Like, like, you're, like we're all in year seven again and we're wearing our PE kit under our school uniform. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Right. And brilliant. they, they won't, won't want to play anymore once they've come out and they've, they've sweated their balls off. That'll be it. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be the whole thing for everyone. It's ruined. Which is kind of what I'll be doing to the country, so it's fine. Can we confirm that you have the right to work in the United Kingdom? I do, yeah. I've got the, the Fantastic. old Fantastic. And... Oh, great. The I mean, don't show it for GDPR purposes. Um, very good. Very good. Um, and uh, more specifically for a raw position, can we confirm, do you have a clean driving licence and hard drive? Um, I don't drive, so that, that okay. says that. It's very clean. And um, I can say I've got a clean hard drive, but I, I can only do that on a technicality because I've got four laptops. So I can say it, <laughs> but you, know, you, d you, don't ne you don't necessarily know which one I'm referring to, is the thing. Yeah. So you I can say it. Clean hard drive, yeah, one of them's clean. But not all of them are yeah. clean. I mean, there's nothing really that illegal. It's just, you know, they're not all necessarily clean. Well, the, word, the word that is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. I won't go into too it won't many make it into, it won't make it, it, won't, it won't make it into the edit, but uh, what's the most illegal thing you have on your... <laughs> On your hard drive. It's all those credit card numbers I've been stealing over lockdown. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was you. Yeah, I've, I've been okay. moonlighting as a Nigerian prince. Funnily enough, that leads brilliantly into the next question. So, Ricky, obviously you're going for the new ruler of the country. You're handing in your application, but you don't have to replace the monarchy as it stands. You don't have to be the king. You don't have to be the queen. There are tons of other choices that you can go for. There's religious leader, dictator, tons of choices. Nigerian prince, as it was alluded to a moment ago. We want to know what your title is going to be. Um, I sort of thought it'd be funny if I didn't tell anyone what it was, because you know that they, I could suggest <laughs> I could suggest to people that I don't need one and that I'm sort of a, an equal. And then when people come in and, and just address me as Ricky, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then again, confusion is the key here. But if I had to go for one, it'd probably be Hive Mind. You know. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You know, like the flood from Halo. That'll be. I do. Be the, yeah. yeah, the hive mind. Yeah, you see where I'm going there. So, are you hoping? Oh, it's sorry. Sorry, my only um, reference for that was from people trying to sell shit on Facebook. So, <laughs> I was like, that's a very niche reference. You're going for all the. You're going for all the mums on marketplace. Yeah, that is it. That's like, nice. yeah. That's I, my biggest, my biggest yeah. fans. 
Yeah. Is he is he the monarch of the the country or is he just flogging Lululemon leggings? Bit of both. <laughs> bit of both. To be honest, how do you think bit it's being funded, Connor? That's that's all I can say. <laughs> So uh, jumping off of that a, a little bit, so uh, we, now we will refer to you as would mm, would you like? It's our, annoying what's to the say. Sentence? Isn't it? Is it? Do <laughs> is we it go? Is it your hive, your hive mind? The the hive mind hive mind your Ricky? hive mindedness. Your hive mindedness. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I've got that. I'm glad we've got that down. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. Uh, so your hive mindedness, um, obviously. <laughs> I wonder how quickly uh-huh. that will get annoying. Already. Okay, I, wonder, yeah, I wonder how tiresome that will be. Uh, your hive-mindedness. Uh, obviously, Big Liz has Buckingham Palace. That's where her seat of power is. But she's going to go now. We're going to kick her out. The whole lot are going. Uh, you get to choose where your seat of power will be. It can be anywhere you like. So where will you be sitting as the ruler? I'm thinking of building a floating monolith, much like Naxxaramus from World of Warcraft, and just fl- <laughs> or a Tillon from Marvel Comics, whatever your forte is, and just floating above, above my kingdom. I think. So may I may I ask, is is there an underlying theme of, are you slowly wanting to encroach on other territories and build an empire? Because are we sticking within British lands and waters, or because you said international to begin with? So. How international are we going? I think empire is a bit of a, a bit of a bad word, but um, yeah, oh, I think no, so. It's, it, it's 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 not a bad word. It's just descriptive. It's just a collection <laughs> of countries I would describe as an empire. The connotation. I mean, I just want to. Well, yes, but also your hive mindedness. I just want to know: Are you looking at India and seeing the jewel in the crown again? I or... am. Yeah, that is. You know, that's that's the main okay. part of the hive. That's where it's all going. <laughs> Where it's, all, well, where it's all kicking off. I see the world as a big series of honeycombs, like a beehive. You know, you've just got to, <laughs> just got to move through them all. <laughs> Age of empires. Nice. So yeah, empire is a good word, actually. Yeah, I like that. So a floating necropolis. So how we... Like, so obviously this is technology that currently doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that's a flaw but in the plan. We, that we know of. That we know oh, yeah, of. That's a very... Yeah, Darren, you're, you, you make yeah. an excellent point. You make an excellent point. So are you sort of like... I imagine you'll be going to spend in the first sort of little, the first part of your reign, sort of, you know, coming up with this, this technology. And what does it look like? Describe it, sort of. Like, is it just like that plain black necropolis? Draw it. Draw it now. What it exactly what does it look like? Scale right model. Right now. <laughs> I imagine it's Paper kind of, um, imagine it's, it's definitely a pyramid still, but I think it's like, it's pyramid, I think it's yeah. like mirrored. So like in the sky, it just looks really obtuse and it reflects the sun. No one likes it. It's... <laughs> Especially reflecting so your... the sun is actually the way I'm going. I want people to, oh god, ah, you know? yeah, <laughs> like like everyone is a bunch of ants, yeah, and you're a kid because with a it's a hive bus. mind. So you are basically the you are you are Sid from Toy Toy Story One, grown up, yeah, and given much, yeah. all the toy given all the toys to play with. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I mean, I've got the forehead, so I thought I might as well go for the personality as well. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think while the technology's being built, I thought I would just live in a, um, a mobile home in the middle of Trafalgar Square. You know, a bit public. Okay. Everyone loves transparency these days, don't they? So, you know, what's, yeah. everyone can see exactly what I'm doing. No funny business. <laughs> Toilet outside, newspaper in the morning. What more could you want? So you've very much gone for the Alan Partridge and I'm Alan Partridge <laughs> season two when the house is being built and you're living in the caravan next door. That is literally the reference I was going for and I'm really glad you picked up on that. 
I've got I've got the guy that's building it's a scouser because it's got to be authentic now if we're going for the oh, oh, we're going okay. for symmetry. What's that hive mind? You want a fucking monolith in the sky? Just one, apparently. I've said just one scouser, so you know it's going to take a long just time to one. get this off the off the yeah. ground. You know, literally. Yeah. And it should be Stephen Gerrard, it, and it should be one scouser, but it should be Stephen Gerrard, even though he hasn't, because he is the one scouser, but he obviously doesn't have a construction qualification at all. No, that's or fine. So you just. So it'd take ages, but it'd be funny. It would be funny, yeah, and that's funny what we're shooting for here, isn't it? So, you know, that's the point of monarchy. It's funny. So, your hive-mindedness. Yes. Never, that'll never not be funny, I don't think, actually. Yeah. That'll never not be funny every time I say it. You're welcome. Your hive-mindedness. Uh, obviously, if you get the uh, if you get the job, we'll obviously throw you a coronation. We want to know what you're going to wear to your coronation. I think it'll be. I wanted to go something quite normal because I think the rest of it's a bit ridiculous. So just, be, I think I'll just wear a, a normal suit. But um, at the point when I'm crowned, I'll have a button inside the just coming out of the sleeve, and I can press it, and big wings will fold out the back like the Mothman. <laughs> and the back, the back of the suit jacket will tear. It'll be like one of those Velcro ones that tears off as the wings expand, and then the um, the national anthem will play. And I think, I think you'll agree that that music with that image is quite quite haunting. So that's I've got what I'm going for. I, I, I do have, a, yeah, a horrible image. I do have to ask. I do have to ask. So when when you've pulled the thing, the wings come out and the suit disappears. Is there anything? Is it just you and wings? Yeah. It, right. Underwear. So everything else Under, is on display. Underwear. Underwear. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, so. otherwise it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, that is crossing the line. Isn't yeah. It? The wings are fine. Well, it's not. But and yeah. it's not broadcastable if your if your genitals are out. Well, no, so. exactly. I want the whole world to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I can't turn around though because they're only because all the money's gone on the monolith, so it's they're held on by like sellotape. <laughs> so I can't turn around. Cameras can only be in front. I want them to be real big as well, like real big. <laughs> how big? How big? How big are we talking? I'm I'm thinking the the girth of a house. You know, okay. Right, that, that yeah. is big. Like a townhouse that in Chelsea. Big. Your coronation, though, and your your plan your plan for it seems like a bit of a seems like a bit of a visual spectacle. Um, so this is an off the cuff question: Who would you want to direct your coronation? Stanley Kubrick. There we go. That would be an interesting one. Great. And as ruler, you can resurrect him because yeah, in the exactly. previous episode yeah. we had a resurrected Dale Winton, so it's really fine for you to. <laughs> That's brilliant. Because yeah. I mean, I'm already building a, mo- a floating monolith. The resurrection at this point seems achievable, doesn't it? So. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Actually, it's yeah. only so far fetched when, yeah, when, when there's wings and monoliths involved. Exactly. Exactly. That's Stephen Gerrard's next job. After he's built the monolith, he's, he's got to go and do like a yeah. He's got to go and do some sort of crazy uh, necromancy AI qualification. <laughs> but also, you get a documentary series out of that. Stephen Stephen Gerrard learns necromancy is yeah. definitely like a niche Channel Five documentary series. That Stephen we all Gerrard on want corpses. Amazing. Yes. Oh no, that's a very dark corner of Pornhub that you don't want to go to. <laughs> that's what's on my hard drive, actually, when you are. Really. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole eight-hour documentary. Oh, you'll fit right in on a real, real position then, Rick. That's fine. <laughs> so let's say, Ricky, uh, your hive-mindedness, that you do uh, get this honour, you become the new ruler of the country. Your first jubilee will eventually come up. We want to know how you'll mark your first jubilee. So we, at, at times in the past, we've had big concerts. People have done big concerts, and we've, they've given their lineups. But 
your jubilee can be marked in any way what would you like to do for your jubilee um it'll be it'll be kind of a concert i suppose i'd like to get hugh jackman involved he'll of be course, the greatest showman yeah, himself. Well, yeah exactly he'll, he'll be in the character of the greatest showman and he'll right. be performing a selection of songs. Is that the songs. character's name? Yeah, that's the, as far as I've seen from the cover <laughs> of the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a hat on, he's got a cane. What else do you need to know? He's got a hat on. He's got a hat on, he's a showman and he's pretty good. Greatest showman. Anyway, he's going to be performing a selection of songs I've written about my own life. And that'll be <laughs> the music. Right. Even though he's the greatest showman, but I won't tell him that until he turns up. He'll think he's doing songs from the greatest showman. And ten minutes before curtains, I'll give him the uh, I say script. It's not a script, is it? Cause it's songs. That's not really the right word. <laughs> give him his words, and he can do with that what he will. And um, I think Brilliant. performing the music, it'll be orchestral, and it'll be done by the guys who did in the Night Garden. Um, <laughs> I, I think that'll be a laugh. <laughs> and I think again, don't tell them what's happening. Tell them they're doing in the night garden. And ten, oh, okay. ten I, minutes I was, before, for, put them all in a room. Yeah, and see what comes out of it. I think that's because I, I was going to ask: Are all your songs written to the tune of "In the Night Garden"? I mean, yeah, I guess they could be. I think that's pretty funny too, isn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> you're in control. I, no, because your way's even better. Because you've gone bring all these people in together, tell them one thing, and then unleash anarchy. And then yeah, see what happens. See what and see what happens. happens. What we get will be oh, absolutely no. awful because, you know, that's not going to work, is it? But no. that's the whole point. Who knows? <laughs> Hugh Jackman feels like the kind of man who could, like, pull it out of the bag, though. Yeah. Like, ten minutes before. Yeah, and completely new sheet music, completely new lyrics. Oh, yeah, I've got, I'm off book straight away. I did it. I even knew it before I even got here. <laughs> and are you, are you the type of leader, are you doing this because you want to see it kind of go wrong and that will be the thing that tickle you? Or are you sort of that maniacal that if they get get it wrong at all even though you've given them these really like quick <laughs> deadlines that they're going to be like there's like there's armed guards on them and they're punished <laughs> red dots no yeah. <laughs> no there's no guns hugh's got a gun though he's allowed to have one just just to up the stakes a little just, bit <laughs> occasionally he's, and he's conducting <laughs> he's conducting the orchestra with his fucking he's gun. only allowed to use bullets <laughs> <laughs> he'll paint the night guard in red <laughs> That'll be the name of the documentary. <laughs> Hugh Jackman paints the night garden red. Who's left in the night garden? It's a fucking triangle player. Yes, fucking yes. Yeah. Good. Uh, is that all you're having though? Is that because you can have you can and, and how long is it like? How, how long is it lasting for? Oh, it lasts for weeks. No, <laughs> until until Jackman drops dead. Yeah, yeah. He's got no food and water, and it goes on until he begs for it to end. <laughs> And that's why he's got the gun because he can take it. He can just so he can end it. That's, minute, that's dark, and it that he can dark. take himself off. Oh. <laughs> now he can just, but you've actually put blanks in it. Yeah. So when he goes to do it, he, he just breaks down and down further. And screams. And, oh, yeah. then, and only then does the "This is the greatest show" come out, and then <laughs> and the real thing starts. <laughs> just to get him in the mood, you know. Oh, yeah. Zac Efron just comes sliding out on his knees. Hold on, where's Zac Efron been kept this entire time? He's in the sidelines somewhere, he always is. In the, and he's has in the it, woodwork uh, somewhere, isn't he? And somewhere. Has he been has he been fed and watered or is he just Yeah, he's been left in a cage somewhere and he's got a No, he's full of energy because then that makes right. Jackman feel bad about himself because he feels like he's letting the show down, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's in tears, all his makeup streaming down his face. His cane snapped in half. 
Oh my god! <laughs> but you know, obviously, the great thing about this is you, you've already got that you know necromantic technology sort of uh, sorted. So any any moment you can just bring Jackman back. And no, keep no, what, no, 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 because that's like singing and dancing, waterboarding. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as he goes, he comes back. No, the new fresh oh, hell. Fuck <laughs> me! Retains all his memories, of, of course. Otherwise, it's pointless. <laughs> yeah. So. Hugh Jackman dies in my monarchy. That's that's pretty much all that happens, you know. Mm. Other than, that's all yeah. that happens after that. You're gonna sack it. Yeah, in. after that, I'll give it back to Liz. There you go, Liz. Deal with that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Deal with that. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's corpse on her front door. <laughs> left, left on the steps of Buckingham Palace like a cat bringing a dead rat to the door. <laughs> Uh, again, I, your hive-mindedness, I say this with a kind of trepidation in my voice, but um, you get to choose a new national holiday as as ruler. So when is it, and what is it in celebration of? So it'll be the, um, it'll be the 15th of November, the anniversary of the first sighting of the Mothman in West Virginia, Point Pleasant, and it'll be national, international, in fact, Mothman Day. Right, okay. Yeah. So the uh, as in the cryptid Mothman, yeah? Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and I'm guessing this is where the inspiration for your dupe, uh, your coronation outfit came from. Yeah, so it all ties together. You know, it all eventually the, the, the people of Earth will understand the those of two Earth. very loose concepts come together at, at some point. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is there is already a a Mothman Day, or there's a Mothman Festival in in Point, in Pleasant, Point Pleasant. Yeah, I believe. Right. Yeah, there is. So uh, is and is that the day that it falls on? I don't know if the fest actually no. I do. I think the festival is is around the time, but I know the festival goes on for I think three weeks. So I think it's quite a big thing. But yeah, this will specifically be the a... day that's the anniversary. I, th- I mean, I think that's the only thing they have for tourism in that town, Connor. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why they. Sure, but Ed fringes forward, <laughs> <laughs> and that's tons of stuff. <laughs> I mean, this has got. It's, how it's got spinning? A out, how are we spinning out? He's got so I I know right. Uh, your hive mindness. You will have to fill me in a little bit. I know little to none of what we're talking about now. So <laughs> that's the funniest part of it. Yeah, because that, that could, would be everyone, won't it? Fill the, me in. <laughs> the, fill me in. What what or who is Mothman? What's so the, the Mothman? And if you give me the whole canonical history. I, I can't give you it all because I think that will take about five or six hours. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Why don't you have a guess, Darren? Yeah, go on. Yeah, that's actually quite funny, isn't it? <laughs> I assumed, but I don't think it was. I thought the Mothman was uh, a uh, a nickname for a serial killer. Is the truth? <laughs> but if you're telling me wow. there's a three week festival <laughs> of oh, serial killer dedicated to this person, but then get some towns in if there is little to no tourism, you sort of jump on what you got, right? Yeah. So, but then again, I don't know if like BTK's got a fucking day dedicated <laughs> to him or like. <laughs> Well, wow. if there's like you know a Green River Killer regatta, do you know what I mean? There's nothing... regatta as well. That's amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> I don't know if there's anything like that. So you're gonna to have to tell me a little bit about so, Mothman. Is it just a man who looked like a big moth? Um, kind of. You're closer with that one. He, he wasn't a serial killer, but he also isn't necessarily a man. So he's a cryptid. So he is kind of like Bigfoot in that he is a right. Okay. He's a sort of mythical creature that supposedly exists at this time in history, even though it's not documented as necessarily existing. In science's eyes, but people have claimed to have seen it. 
and it was yeah, it was in 1967, 66 on November 15th, which will be the anniversary of, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, the first ever sighting of the Mothman. And yeah, he's their whole thing now. They've got a Mothman museum. They've got a big statue of him where he looks like he's wearing Batman's armor. So, and it's going to be on that day as well. So on yeah. the fifteenth, yeah, yeah. So, That'd what be... sort of things will happen on 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 International Mothman Day? Not a lot. Just <laughs> <laughs> the people. Would it's just, just have... an acknowledgement of his existence. It is, and people will have to put up with a lot of a lot of TV about the Mothman. Every channel will be Mothman documentaries. Pictures of the Mothman. Yeah, it's Mothmania. Mothmania. Yeah. That's the name of the day. Surely. Yeah. Mothmania. Mothmania. Oh, it's, and it's like a big wrestling event, but everyone's dressed as moths. <laughs> yeah, they could do that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like I said, nothing else happens. So I suppose people have to find their own entertainment, won't they? They can do that if they want. <laughs> can I ask, though, well, your hive mindedness, where does your fascination with the Mothman come from? I have absolutely no <laughs> idea. And I, I just think he's great. I just I'm not I'm, I'm really into cryptozoology. I find it fascinating. Okay. So that's that is Bigfoot and stuff like that. And I think the Mothman is a really fascinating one. I don't know why he stands out. I think it's because he's so absurd and so ridiculous. Because you know some of the sightings claim that he's just legs with wings and then two red eyes. And I think that's that's great. I think if you've seen that, that's just swell, isn't it? If you if you think you've seen that in the woods, I just love imagining people's people's heart rate when they see that. You know. Oh, let's isolate that sentence. I like imagining their heart rate <laughs> when they see that. <laughs> let's isolate that and tweet it to Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> He'll like Sounds like a good going. plan. Anything else happening on, on Mothmania? A whole load of moths get released. A whole load of moths get released. Yeah, thousands, so tens of thousands. <laughs> tens of thousands. So if nothing else, it is great for the conservation of moths. No, not really, because they're not the ones I'm bringing in aren't. You know, they're actually poisoned. Yeah, they're poisoned. <laughs> no, they, they're not. They spread a deadly disease to other moths. <laughs> they're all full of TB. No, they're not. They're not indigenous, so they will kill the British moth population and replace it. Okay, so maybe, 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 maybe this actually leads very nicely onto onto the next question, yeah. which is always very fun. Is because currently, obviously, the 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 current monarch's pet of choice is uh, corgi. That's their. They have a dog. We want to know, though, what your pet of choice will be. And it can't be Hugh Jackman. Can it not? <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Of all the things you could have specified it couldn't have been, given this episode so far, you chose it can't be Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, it just, uh, you know, I can't keep men as pets, can you? I mean, if he's got a lead around his neck, can't I? <laughs> Much like that cardboard cutout of him behind you in the, on the webcam there. Yeah, yeah there yeah. is. There is that cardboard cutout of Hugh behind me. I've always got, I've always got one or two just somewhere in frame for everyone to find, like a little, like a little Easter egg. Some of them are really little. Some of them are just hidden. Yeah, up, popped up on a shelf behind a cup. Okay. Yeah. One time I had one tucked just straight behind my glasses. It took ages for Darren to find it. So yeah. So sorry. Where is this, this Yeah. <laughs> this went somewhere. Your, what is your pet of choice? I don't know because I do like the idea of it still being dogs because I am a dog, a dog loving man. So I guess I could do moths. I think it fits in with the fits in with the theme. I think you come in to the monolith, and the the big curtains. I forgot I'm this behind. is all happening in the monolith. Yeah, <laughs> of course it is. The big curtains that I'm behind that unveil me, they're all moth bitten, and you might wonder why. You might think, oh, they're a bit old, and then when they open, another cloud, but it's moths. Another a whole cloud of moths comes out, and you know. If they're um, if they're bitten by moths, is there any point in opening them, or do you just want people to have to climb through the moth holes 
to get to you. It's more about the ceremony of the opening, to be honest. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. They're, they're, just, they're just bare threads now, just hanging from a hanging from the rafters. Is there ever a point where, like, if you've been sat in the monolith long enough, they've all covered you, and then you could you could just sort of like when someone comes in, you could get up, and then hundreds of moths sort of fly off you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, and then and then there'd be a rumor. There would there would then be a rumor that you're actually just tons of moths in a, instead in a of a man. <laughs> that you're just that you're just lots of moths, gather, like cl- all clumped together instead of being a man, but loads of moths. Yeah, I suppose you could do that because you could have it go the other way around, where I could wait till they all fly into a room, and then I could run in behind the cover of them, and then it would look like they formed me. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the reverse of what you've said. Yeah, I think it works mm. either way. So you have got. You have got a close connection with your moths. So there's like a, there's a, are they, are they, can they bend to your will? Yeah. Can you command your moth? Yeah, in this universe, I've engineered a, um, a whistle that lets me control them. Not a light. Yes. Not a light. No. <laughs> too obvious. It's far too obvious. It's a whistle. It's like a dog whistle, so only moths can hear it. Because you know, right? It's, it's it's known. It's a known fact that there's a certain frequency that only moths can hear. Again, I, I, I Christ knows where this <laughs> is going. Um, what would you replace the Christmas speech with? Dog fights. Next. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Next question. <laughs> Every channel, dog fights. Depends where. Every channel. <laughs> And, and different channels are different breeds of dog, just to spice it up. So, okay, yes, be- give us a- because there aren't enough divisions in dog fighting. <laughs> that's what people lack is variety. That is, yeah, that is, that is the biggest complaint in the dog fights, isn't it? There's not, there's not enough variety. I think, there's yeah, and I think yeah. once you get to the higher end of the channels as well, you get to the radio channels and stuff. You know, eight hundred. Then it's a man fighting dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the really obscure. That's even of worse because it's just noise. That's <laughs> even worse. Sonically, would be an absolutely horrific experience. Anyone hold got on. any idea were what that would sound like? like? No, hold on. Were you? It sounded like Connor. You were just complaining about for the poor guy who's got to edit that, as opposed <laughs> to the ethical thing of a man having to fight a dog. Well, you know, as a person... He's like, this poor sound like. engineer. Not the poor bastard is in a cage. I assume a cage. Is it a cage? More like a ring, I would imagine. A ring, okay. Yeah, like an MMA octagon. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just rent a few of those. We'll get Dana White to sort of, you know, make all the, do all the promo and stuff. We'll go out to Fight Island. Is that Fight Island. Fight Island is, is in... Du- right, finally, an area where I've, I've got a bit of knowledge. Right, okay, so Fight Island is in Dubai, and that's where a lot of the UFC events through the pandemic have been happening they've been flying all the fighters out to Dubai and all the crew so that they can test them all keep them all isolated and they just and it's called Fight, Fight Island it's Fight Island Fight Island Hold, was that- don't say it with surprise you're scheduling dog fights <laughs> for Christmas Day <laughs> on every network including the fucking radio <laughs> yeah but this is it's Fight Island is that a real Fight Island was it's it called real, that before? Real. Before they started doing that? that yeah, because it was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, no, it was set because it was, yeah, it was Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the set of Mortal Kombat. Is there a pri- Is it a tournament? No. Or is it? 
Is it, so it's an unseeded, <laughs> it's an unseeded, unseeded bracket. Yeah. Um, it just goes on until there, the end of Christmas. Is there, like, beforehand, <laughs> is there, like, the equivalent of, like, the FA Cup draw, where, like, a series of really shit pundits pull balls out of a bag and... Yeah, they do, but it's all the, um, the castrated okay. dog testicles from over the, over the course of the year, you know. There's a lot of those laying about, and the vets, vets are over-encumbered with them, I've heard. So that's, have yeah. Ever, right, have you ever, have you ever, know, have you ever um, heard the story that, like, um, you know when they test uh, new shows with test audiences, particularly in America, there's a, there's a thing, and they did it with Frasier. The reason that there is a dog in Frasier is purely because if there was nothing else good in the episode, they could show Eddie and approval ratings went up. Really? All right, and, it's a, and I think there's a thing, I think I heard it in a, I think I heard it in a podcast, and it might have been that one. No film that stars a dog has ever lost money. People love fucking dogs. So, uh, rephrase, this, please. Yeah, rephrase, rephrase please. that. People, people, <laughs> f- sorry, people, people oh, fuck dogs. Yeah. Sorry, because it's me that's the monster in this scenario. Because that, that bit happens on New Year's, not Christmas. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, people, anyway, sorry, yes, yeah, so you're absolutely right. People love dogs. This episode of this podcast, the approval rating, it, there's no there's no meter for how low it could go. Oh, it's, it's going to be really low if, if this is the theme. <laughs> um, can I ask why dog fights? Um, What's the rationale? It's just not. It's rationale. just not something you see every day, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. That is a good point. Actually. <laughs> yeah, and that I is think a good point. What you I said. think you know, Christmas. We've all seen. We've all seen the Queen do a speech. We've all seen that. We've all seen the Snowman. Gavin and Stacey, we haven't seen dog fights. Yeah, that's going to have to get cut. Uh, <laughs> what, the whole dog fight bit? Nah, who knows? People not like dog um, fights. Um, I don't, you know, do you know I what? I don't think they I'm do. Not, I've not seen enough dog fights to, to know if I enjoy them or not. <laughs> <laughs> I have Should go sometime. Who's to say? Who is to well, say? Christmas Day, you can. I can indeed. Prove it if you. If Sorry, you get the, Connor. The job. That's the argument we make to people who say they don't like theatre. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen enough theatre to judge it. Oh god. That's a very good point. So are we being the hypocrites? Is is what you know? Is what we're really. Adoring. Do we not like dogfighting, or have we just seen shit dogfighting? <laughs> yeah, you might have seen really bad ones. Yeah. yeah. Who's 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 com- who's commentating? Um, what's his name? Tobe Maguire. <laughs> I, I just thought, I, when you said, what's his name? I thought, oh, you're going to go Joe Rogan. Like, MMA. Of course it's Toby Maguire. Sorry, what a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed Elijah as Wood. Spider-Man? No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's very nice. He's with Elijah Wood. And as a joke, we swap their names on the screen when their names come from the bottom. We swap them. See if anyone notices. That's a bit of fun. <laughs> See if anyone notices. Very good. I, I mean, I, I don't even see the point of asking this question at this point, though, your hive-mindedness, but what's the crazy rumour about you? I think it would be that I am the Mothman. Because people think he's so crazy about the Mothman, he has to be the Mothman. That's the, that's the crazy rumour about you. Yeah. So, did that start because of your obsession with the Mothman? Or, obviously, at this point, we've seen, you know, people have walked into rooms and at, almost, at, you know, like Dracula from turning into bats... <laughs> You are sort of being created from from moths. That, that you know, is that why this this started? Do you think? Yeah, and I think I would. I think I'd help to fuel the rumours in a lot in quite a few ways. I would have a um, you know, I'd have if ever I'm at a meeting anywhere, I would have a room of the building like locked off, and I would have a like a big cardboard cut out of the Mothman put in there and a dim light and have it peeping out from behind a curtain, 
so that you know people look at the building and go, oh there he is the Mothman he's they're always in the same place and they're so, always in the same place <laughs> you it's always like, see them in the same like, place other like than all the times Peter Parker been... and Spider Man <laughs> other than all the times it's been sighted in West Virginia in, in West other than Virginia. all those times. Take me home. Maybe, maybe much like you know, uh, Spider Man and, and all these things. You know, the mantle has been passed down over the years, much like a superhero costume, like the Black Panther. You know, yeah, you you sort of donned it. You're you're this generation's Mothman. Yeah, and that's I how that's, nice. that's how you're the defender of the kingdom. Here. You see me like there'll be a high Gothic-looking building. I'll be up on the roof on the corner, kneeling down, listening to the sounds of the city. Wings flapping. Wings akimbo. <laughs> Your hive-mindedness. Now, there, one, of, one of our favourite questions here on the All Rise 4 podcast is there's quite a tradition of, you know, uh, smashing champagne bottles over things to sort of christen them and send them off into the world. We want to know what form of transport you would most like to smash a champagne bottle over. I thought long and hard about this one. It would be a milk float. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I've got a question. Okay. I've got a, I've got a question understandable no it's not a question because you might be able to make it so in your the country under your rule are milk floats forms of public transport yeah you know have you never so anyone could just hitch a ride on a milk float well this is this is the logic of where this came from is i i thought what's more british than walking home at four o'clock in the morning from a night out and jumping on the back of a milk float as it rolls past you to get home everyone's done that right (laughs) Am I the only one that's done that? Have you actually done that? Is yeah, that a I've thing done that. Yeah, done? When, I was, when I was about 19 years old, I used to work at a greengrocer's. Yeah, around that time, I used to know a guy. I mean, it helped that I knew the guy who he used to... Milkman? He, he was a milkman, yeah. <laughs> that was part of it. He used to regularly just come into the greengrocer's. He was a Yeah, he was, he was a madman. That was a different story. But yeah, I also jumped on a milk float. <laughs> no, he, was, he drove the milk float. He was the milkman. He used to come in all the time, so I used to know him. And one day I was walking home, plastered. And he rolled on past, and I asked if I could hitch a lift, so I jumped on the back, and he, he very slowly drove me home. But you are, and you are extending this service to everyone. Yeah, everyone could do it now. And I'm going to roll out loads of new milk floats. I don't think there's enough milk floats at the moment. I'm going to spend no. m- millions on it, absolutely millions. Just so, to roll back very quickly, because I, I, I cannot get over this until you answer this question. Did you drink any of the milk at, on that 4 a.m. trip? <laughs> I didn't know because I think that'll be pushing it. I uh, yeah, I'm up, absolutely. You know, I've already that's weighed his vehicle down a bit. You know, probably. Oh no, they're electric, aren't they? I guess that's oh, that's a void argument. I was going to say it probably uses more petrol with the extra weight on it for me, but I guess it wouldn't. Are they electric? I don't. You I you seem to are. know quite a lot about milk. I, I mean, you must have. Yeah, I assume you've looked. I into mean, they it. make this noise. That's electric, right? <laughs> yeah. Do, do it one more time. Do it one more time. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. electric. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ricky, can you also, can you do uh, petrol for us? (laughs) (laughs) I can do do diesel as well. If you want diesel. Yeah, go on. (laughs) Yeah, it's diesel. So I guess if I I don't make it as the monarch, I can do, I'm a foley artist as well, anyone listening. I was about to say, you've got a great career in foley ahead of you. Can you do a dog losing a fight? Again, I'm so interested to see where we go with this one. Obviously, there's a there's a custom at the moment with the current 
any member, I think it extends to any member of the royal family, that if they walk into a room, people have to either rise, and if they're, if they're greeted by, they have to bow to, bow to them. So uh, our question is, if you were in charge of your hive-mindedness, uh, what will people have to do when you enter a room? They would have to perform, in, in, its, in its entirety, baggy trousers. A cappella, so, so someone would have to do the, the music, and someone would have to, you know, if, you, if you're on your own, you have to do both. You have to do it twice, one as music, one as words. And when you, I love this, right, this is, you've come up with some cracking answers, but if, there, if I had to pick one at the moment, this is the one I'm the most on board with. <laughs> this, this is brilliant. Uh, and when you say they've got to do baggy trousers, as in they've just got to sing it, or have they got to do like the madness walk with it, what's going on? I mean, I think they, I think they can just sing it, but I think, you know, points for effort. If they do the dance, you know, I'm, I'm going to be more in favour of them. There might be less, oh, right, less moths landing on them whilst they're doing it, if they're doing the dance as well. <laughs> batting them away as they go. So again, how, how picky are you about... If, so if someone doesn't either quite do it right or momentary lapse, don't, maybe doesn't know the words, maybe you, you've, you've gone to somewhere and it's maybe not someone's first language, they've never heard the song before, but they're really trying. But is it, how punishable is it? I don't think it's a, I wouldn't say there's much of a punishment. I'd say they'd have to do it again, okay. and it would go, it would go on <laughs> and it would go on until they got it right. So it could all could last a long you time. Can, you must never ever visit uh, a hospital at all. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's uh, dying in the background. The nurses aren't, yeah, allowed, aren't allowed to leave until they finish baggy trousers. <laughs> what was the impetus for the choice? Why baggy trousers? It just because you like? Do you do we just like that song? Is that why you? Is that why yeah. you're sort of you're going for it? Yeah, and I think it's not enough people like baggy trousers nowadays. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I will absolutely give you that. The madness should argue a bit. Yeah, there, I yeah. think people have forgotten about the, about the madness. You know, has it? And it, and is it? always got to be baggy trousers specifically or if someone pulls out another classic madness song are you, are you accepting of that I mean if, some, yeah, if, if be... someone likes driving in their car then I'm all for it you know someone pulls out a banging rendition of you know Night Boat to Cairo you're all yeah. good yeah exactly I was sorry you didn't realise it I was doing it in my head which is no good for an audio <laughs> thing um, I was just playing madness bingo in my head <laughs> and I was like and I was like I want and the two obscure ones I had were driving in, it's not they're not obscure ones but I had driving in my car but I assumed Ricky you'd probably go I thought you'd go House of Fun first but I was like oh I wonder driving in my car first and then I had Nightboat to Cairo that's amazing yes that's the episode done then uh, I think we've got we've got the bingo done should we <laughs> Yeah. We've, won, we've won bingo. I'm the monarch. Let's we've go. We've won bingo. <laughs> <laughs> there is one. There's one more thing. Uh, in every ruler's reign, there is some sort of big, overarching problem that they will have to solve. Some sort of constitutional crisis that that makes them need to use all of their class, all of their tact, while still composing themselves, which I think was going to be quite difficult for you to have done, com uh, <laughs> considering your answers, uh, <laughs> your hard-mindedness. But the constitutional crisis that we would like you to answer is, for the first time in history, aliens have made contact. How do you intend to deal with these newcomers? I'll probably start by spending billions on a track and trace system to find out who's aliens and who's not. That'd be the first stop, I think. That seems to be quite effective, doesn't it? Um, topical. No. Um, satire. Satire. Uh, have, you got any, have you got any mates that you'd like to siphon off those funds to? I've got a couple, yeah. I mean, a couple of guys who run a podcast, I know. They probably could do, have, do have a bit of funding. <laughs> Don't. 
Don't give it to them, Rick. They're shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think because of my close relationship with the Mothman, I think who is you? Yeah, who's also me. And he's also, you know, in some in some of the theories of the Mothman, he is an alien. It's it's nothing to me, and I can just, I'll just, you know, I'll communicate with them. I'll extend my arm, the arm of friendship, and welcome them into the king, welcome them into the kingdom. Are you expecting them to also know the back catalogue of madness? Yes. And if they don't, okay. then, then it'll be open warfare. Well, that this this has escalated very quickly, <laughs> right? Okay. I expect them to have done their research. Or don't bother. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> If they haven't, if they haven't listened to any of our music, why even come? Why even come here? If you if yeah. you're not gonna if you're not gonna pay attention to the fucking classics, if you're gonna come over here, learn the fucking language. <laughs> <laughs> satire. You, you satire. can cut that. Bit, satire. Along, <laughs> Forget that, Connor. You can keep all the dogfighting stuff. Yeah, that that line. Has to go. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut that and delete it so it never gets sampled or anything <laughs> used against me. No one ever takes that in isolation. Or we keep it. Or, Rick, you'd be, you'd be the one who actually be able to do this. You wouldn't do it to yourself because it'd be self-destruction. You isolate it and you just loop it and you put some sort of heavy beat over That'd be it. Great, yeah. 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 yeah if I did it to new... myself, I could, I could ruin my future. But... You yeah. call it xenophobia. <laughs> it would be... It's a new trap banger. Yeah. I, um... Yeah. We we could do your backing track on Kazoo. Get Stormzy yeah. on it. You know, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves Stormzy. It can't be offensive if Stormzy's on it. That's that how role? it works. Have, have, have him commentating your dogfighting. <laughs> yeah, true. And have him come up when he, when he comes on. Have the name at the bottom pop up as Toby Maguire and see if anyone notices. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, um, your your hive mindedness um, that completes the formal interview. Thank you so much for coming. We will submit your application to the higher powers for review. Uh, But before we go, obviously, we just wanted to ask if there's anything you want to plug. What's going on? Anything you know? Anything in normal life for you apart from this stupid interview that um, you've so (laughs) kindly given us? I am sort of working on a podcast myself along with connor who is here too if he's still listening no i gave up yeah you've gone after the end of the interview okay <laughs> no yeah so we're sort of working on one it's quite um we don't really know when it's going to be released yet it's going to be it's kind of a, it's kind of fashion based but it's not necessarily about promoting brands and clothes and that sort of thing it's more about oh. celebrating and investigating uniqueness and individuality in people and what what causes that and what it is that that, that allows people to be the way they are and express themselves the way they are and yeah it's kind of quite loose at the moment we're hoping to get some guests and stuff on for that which i'm sort of in the process of trying to sort now i'm actually writing and illustrating a children's book at the moment as well which is going to be a pop-up book about jazz music about a saxophone player which is in its early stages and yeah music wise we're in the very early stages of an album but that's not probably going to come for a long time so i'm not going to really say much about that um, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify as Valerian Slang, which is spelled V-A-L-Y-R-I-A-N Slang. We're also on YouTube as Valerian Slang, but also as V-Slang, which might be a bit confusing, but it's under the same channel, so it's all Valerian Slang. An Instagram page and a Facebook page for that as well. Yeah, we're sort of, we haven't really updated that in a little while. We're still working on some new stuff, but yeah, that's out there if anyone wants to have a look. Thank you so much, your hive-mindedness, for coming in today. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, before we let you go and we play you out again with your national anthem... Could you give us your version of the Royal Wave? That is incredible. And that, Darren, I think that might be 
the best one the we've best seen. <laughs> the best one we've seen. Incredible. And all that leaves is for me to say one final time. All rise for his hive mindedness. Ricky Looney. <laughs> performance of that song by the way once again thank you mate and there we have it another another guest in the hot seat who just answered uh, all of our questions for all rise for darren what did you like about ricky's episode there what was uh, what were some of your highlights from the show i never thought i'd say this i'm a little lost for words <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I, where do you, where do you even start? So we've got we've got all we've got. Hey, you know, I, I really the, the tone was set with the national anthem, wasn't it? And and then you've got you've got comes out came out very strong with the national anthem. Comes out very strong with the national anthem, and then I would say, depending on your viewpoint, it either gets stronger or it gets weirder. <laughs> and that, so we've got you know players at sports events coming out dressed as. As a characters, and then having to, uh, did we uh, agree having to maintain in costume and sports kit for the entire time? That was that was the agreed upon arrangement, you know, I believe. Yes. So, so already setting the stall out for what's to come. Um, we've got a monolith in the sky that Stephen Gerrard is building for some reason. Uh, <laughs> actually, that bit was my fault. So sorry, sorry, Stephen. I mean, hive mindedness. His hive, but never got less funny. That to me, never no. got less funny. His hive mindedness. It was just a delightful thing to say as well. Very um, nice, you know. Uh, and then, and then, and then, Mothman made an appearance, and and like a moth, lingered for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, it but, certainly, certainly did. It certainly did. He was the so far. He was the only guest where I was almost scared to ask a question for fear of what might happen. Yeah, it only it only got weirder and weirder. As the yeah. uh, as the interview went on, if you like the sound of Ricky, if you like the sound of us, you can go ahead and check all of the socials in the description underneath. Give us a, a go ahead and talk to us on Twitter. Go ahead and talk to us on Instagram, on Facebook, or even send us an email where you can ask uh, questions that we might you know use in future episodes. You can talk about what you liked, what you didn't like, and you know you can kind of maybe start telling us who your favourite has been so far. Absolutely. And all that that leaves us to say one final time is thank you so much for continuing to listen to All Rise 4. Please tell all your friends and anyone you can about this podcast because uh, we enjoy making it and we want as many people to hear it and, and enjoy it as possible. And give, so us, give, us all, give us five stars. Give us all it's the stars. stars. And write a review. Stars. It really helps. It right, really helps, you know. And say lovely things. Uh, We will see you again, same time, next week. Bye, subjects. Bye.